Welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. I'm Max Pisano. And I'm Joseph Pisano. Each week we'll be talking real estate, banking and mortgages. And answering your questions so that you make better informed decisions. So let's get into it, shall we? Right. How are you guys? Been some... uh, been a long time. What, what is it today? It's, um, I've forgotten a date. What's the date today, Joe? 14th, isn't it? Something Third. like that. Friday the uh, the 14th, I believe. Friday the 14th of uh, July. It's been some time. How are you, Joe? I'm good, thanks. And uh, we've got on the line our good mate, Steve Walsh, down at Mornington Peninsula. Steve, you still there, mate? Hi, Max. Hi, Joe. G'day. Good to be joining you again. Always a pleasure, Steve. Always a pleasure. And um, look, uh, we apologise for not being with you sooner. Um, there's been a lot happening and going on, but um, we're here to just update you on what's going on in real estate, both in uh, the Melbourne areas and also Steve's going to talk a little bit about the Mornington Peninsula areas. And of course, Joe's going to enlighten us a little bit on the on the finance side. Um, so um, I might kick it off if that's all right, guys, to talk a little bit about what's going on down this end. Uh, I think... You know, there's been a lot of questions being asked. Um, I often get asked. Actually, you probably get asked as well, Steve, as, as you would. Joe, how's the market? What's the market doing? Well, I can tell you that even though inflation's um, quite high and um, interest rates are high, of course, they're, uh, and Joe will talk a little bit about that, one of the biggest issues we've got with the property is that there's not a lot of it being sold. And so... Um, with the lower stock volumes, what's happening is that the prices of property uh, are actually staying pretty steady. Uh, if anything, there's been some pretty good results. Um, and of course, Steve, you'll tell us a little bit more about what's going on there on your end. But generally speaking, um, if you're out there thinking of selling at the moment, it's probably probably a good time, especially if you've got a good value property or good value proposition, uh, freestanding home on some good land, because there's just not a lot of volume so there's very few houses being sold and and of course even given that interest rates are higher and there's perhaps less buyers out there there still are a solid amount of buyers so i guess the question then lies is you know everyone's talking a little bit about this mortgage cliff and what's happening with that and and to be clear um it's really the mortgage cliff is all about Coming off the back of uh, low interest rates, fixed low interest rates, is that right, Joe? Yeah, um, people are uh, coming off. There's a, something like half a million to seven hundred thousand mortgage. Yeah, so it's holders a lot. coming off in the next six to nine months, um, and they're coming off from a low, like really low base of one point seven nine to about two percent or two two point one. Yeah, that, that, that's what they've the, been paying. Yeah, right. And now they're looking at um, say six points. Wow. Plus, you know. So. so so probably about a four times, three to four times, at least three times. Higher interest rate, but it doesn't mean three times higher payment, Max. It doesn't yeah, make sense. So um, it's basically, um, yeah, there's going to be a few people in trouble. Well, I guess um, from a property perspective, at least uh, what I'm seeing already, I've, I've got a number of sales coming to market that are actually driven by um, higher interest rates. Um, I think definitely investment properties, there's going to be a lot more investment properties on the market, Joe and Steve, because, um, uh, 
you know, I think in, in Australia people will hold on to their homes as, for, for as long as they can and they'll cut back and they'll cut back on spending. But, you know, if the investment property is just burning a hole in their pocket, I think that's the first one that's going to go. And, and I think that with that will come more property on the market and, and of course, possibly, you know, a, uh, I wouldn't call it a downturn, but a, a, a lowering of property prices. So, you know, that's what's going on at the moment. Um, there's still not a lot of property on the market. Definitely, um, but I think we're all probably in agreement that if things continue the way they are, and of course, you know, there was an interest rate uh, stay of execution last month, but I don't think that's going to continue. Um, potentially, they're talking a couple more interest rate rises, so it's really going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, Joe, what's your take on uh, on that? Well, uh, at the moment, um, where you know, people I'm talking to at the moment. Um, they're, they're predicting possibly uh, another two rises before the end of the year. Um, and it's, it's funny you should say that because the last couple of weeks what's actually been happening is I've got a, quite a few, I mean the investors, I have got some investors out there selling, uh, but I've also got um, people who want to buy and actually have factored in that there'll be, they believe there'll be two a couple, maybe a couple more rate rises, but what they're thinking, their thinking is, and it's more than it's more than two or three couples either. Um, they're thinking that we should be getting in now because they can see that they believe interest rates will start to come down next year, and they think they'll get a better deal now than if they wait. Yeah, so that's that seems to be you know in you know quick snapshot. Investors are sort of, you know, that tax is affecting them. Um, they're overcommitted. They're they're out of the market. Some of them are selling. The young people are really starting to look now, even though they're not finding much. But they're not worried about the interest rate um, going up. Um, and also, I've got people, quite a few inquiries of people. I'm on two percent. Can you help me? And you sort of think, well, <laughs> um, you know, where have you come from? So, uh, yeah. That, that's what's happening. So, Steve, um, I know we speak quite a bit down uh, about what's going on down your way, but give us a bit of a snapshot. Like, is what we're saying up here in the Bayside area and sort of in a metro, um, are you finding the same thing down there? What's going on down in your world? Well, the stock is – there's probably more stock based on what you're suggesting that it's like up there, there's more stock available down here. I think that's the first thing. Um, the discretionary buyers are quite active on finding more the higher end of the market and that's all circumstantial because, you know, a discretionary buyer, if they've got a, a reason to be buying now or transitioning or upgrading or stepping sideways, whatever, with regard to property, they'll just do it. They're less affected, obviously, by interest rates and they probably, um, you know, they're savvy, business-minded people that will make an informed decision based on the facts and don't necessarily need to see everyone else buying at the same time to, to validate their decision to, to transact. So fortunately, there's a lot of, lot of activity in that. And Steve, sort of just, area. just to interrupt you, how, um, with these sellers that are on the market, how realistic are they at the moment in general? Like, is 
Do you mean on price? Yeah, on, on what's actually happening or what's going. How realistic are these people and do they have to sell or are they getting to that point where maybe there comes crunch time or what's happening with these sellers? We're selling a lot of lot of property, Joseph, and I haven't had – I haven't – I'm not aware of any vendors that have been, you know, forced forced sellers. They're all discretionary for similar reasons to what I was just saying. There, the, the, the time's right for them to do whatever they're doing, and so they'll just get on, get on and 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 do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody's human nature is a funny thing, isn't it? With some people are more realistic than others, that that makes the world go round. But. Um, it's interesting, you know. I'm, I'm still, I still find the normal sort of rate of of capital growth around seven percent per annum is what is is how it's sort of going is averaging out. Yeah, right. Um, despite the, you know, the, the COVID, we had the COVID spike down here, and yes, it's corrected, but we're back in sync with the normal plane of where growth growth was at. And you know, a lot of agents will blame price prematurely, in my opinion, when a property's not selling. Yes, it can have a massive, <laughs> usually the number one reason, but, but, but not always. And it's not in a market like this when there's less inquiry. It's not always, um, um, you know, the, the, the number one reason. Um, and I'm finding, I'm finding the, what's really interesting at the moment in this market with less inquiry and, um, you know the, the the uncertainty on pricing is that building costs are going up. So I I'm finding that you know when you're valuing a, a, a finished product, you know let's say a good product that um, you know it might even be five ten years old, but good a good home. Well, the land hasn't devalued, and the home is actually getting. Uh, more expensive to replace, so I think it's too it's too easy for agents to to just blame price for a price are probably not selling, um, because the reality is that the the value of that land and that that home is is physically um, to physically replace it is is it's is, gone up, say, it's yep. gone up significantly, yeah. and it's not just the pricing with the building process or renovating process. It's, it's the risk. It's the timing. It's the 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 um the uncertainty, delays. Like it's it's really interesting that, as I say, um, I, I, and I just think that's holding up pricing. I'm finding we're getting a lot of good results um, at different price points throughout the peninsula, and um, and I think that's got a lot to do with it. And because yeah, a lot of buyers are were previously going to, to build. They might have already had a block and gone through. We've had quite a few go through the planning process and then just put the queue in the rack. Really, you yeah. sell that with the plan and permit. We've seen this place over here. We're going to buy that. We've, it's taken us two two years to get planning the permit. That is, and now our builders telling us it's going to cost X extra. It's going to take X longer and and with that comes you know the risk as well so people are just um not pursuing those those initial plans 
um, in that regard. So, so that's sort of keeping the finished product moving and turning yeah. over. And, and as I say, prices therefore aren't, aren't you know, dropping like, like the perception might be. The reality is, is quite different. It's interesting you should say that because uh, to my point before where we've got these, um, I've got these buyers saying, yeah, we're going to get a couple more interest rate increases, we think, but then things will change. Um, you know, sometimes people aren't looking at the right data or the right reasons for things happening. Um, for instance, I'll, I'll, and I understand your building point, um, talking to some of my banking friends who tell me about uh, delinquencies or 90 days um, where the major banks, you know, you're 90 days plus behind. They haven't really gone, they haven't really increased that much, right? Mm. Mm. Now, that could change, but what has increased is the second-tier lenders. Those delinquencies, from what I've been told, are starting to go up. And, 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 yeah. and they were people before that. You know, probably went to their limit, banks wouldn't yeah. give them money, and we, we can see that start of a fallout. But if we look at other things that will affect the markets and what's happening is that I've been told we've got to – we'll get over this, but the real concern at the moment that we're being told behind the scenes are let's just worry about people's living expenses. Don't worry about interest rates as much, right? And I know these people are going to come from two to six. They're not the whole market. They're part of the market, right? That's right. It, yeah. It's the whole market that's going to experience, uh, like I've just experienced a 30% increase on my electricity bills because the new mm. rates are 30% more. And if you couple that with interest rates, the other biggest thing too is unemployment. Unemployment's still low. I, I, I just can't see. If unemployment goes up, then... Total different ball game. Doesn't matter what interest rates are. That's when people get scared. Yeah, and I think I think the um, one of the scary things is that I, I listened to a podcast by Mark Boris the other day. Is that unfortunately I think the Reserve Bank is using unemployment as a bit of a yardstick. Yeah. You know, they don't think it's high enough. Um, yeah, and, and which means hence why potentially we have some more uh, rate rises. But but I guess if I can interject there, guys, is it's so. It sounds like down your way, Steve, is very similar to here, and that is that good quality property um, uh, will, because there's not a lot of them and because there's still good demand, are still getting good prices. And uh, and that's part of the Reserve Bank's problem too because they're saying price, house prices are going up, so inflation's going up. But unfortunately, the, the property prices aren't really driven by inflation. They're driven by a basic supply and demand. Yep. Um, and that's therein lies issue. So look, I, I think, at least from what I've seen, because obviously you know managing quite a few properties, I have seen that. Uh, I remember selling a property not that long ago where the purchaser had an investment, and he told me that he's going to be looking at selling because as soon as yeah. he comes off the um, off the 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 fixed low rate, and, and and rightly so, Joe, as you said, it doesn't mean that the repayments go up because especially if they're only on interest only, but. Um, you know, it's going to make a difference and, and I think people are going to make that decision, well, do I want to go on my holiday? Do I want to keep my family home? Yes. Do I need the investment property? Maybe I'll just dump it and think about it down just, the track. Just quickly, those on principal and interest, their payments will go up, which most people are, I understand the interest. But in, sorry, um, 
to interrupt, interest only payments will go up. They'll go from two percent to six percent. So they yeah. they will they will triple because they're interest yeah, yeah. only. Yeah. But normal person on principal interest, their payments will go up fifty to sixty percent. I mean, it's just not doable. Um, Substantial. For, yeah, it's not doable for most people, especially with the mentality back then. The ones that had the mentality of borrow as much as I could, those are the conservative. They'll take a hit, but they'll be fine. But not the ones that went to their limit. That they're the ones that are going to be in trouble, big time. And and Steve, what do you say to those people? Because you and I hear it all the time. Um, is now a good time to buy? What, what's your answer to that one, Steve? Talk about it down your way. Well. well See, that's, that's where I get away from the generalisation because it, it, it gets down, as I touched on before, it's, it gets to the specific requirements of the, of the buyer and seller. Yeah. Um, I always say to sellers, the best time to sell is when you're ready. And Good answer, Steve. And and <laughs> that's what I was hoping you would say. <laughs> and it's the same with buyers. The best time to sell, yeah. uh, sorry, to buy is, is when you're ready to buy. And, yep. you know, nine times, well, you know, it, when people are buying and selling in the same market, the relativity's there. So uh, people will get on get on and transact and the generalisation doesn't affect them. The, the generalisation of, of this or that that's going on in the market because, um, you know, if they talk about, oh, you we, we, Getting a bit less at the moment, yeah, but they're buying for less. Yeah, um, and I think so I think we all agree. I, I think you know it's you can't time the market. Like, look, if you generalise and say, look, I think if you wait, maybe you know within the next six to twelve months, it might be a better time to buy. If you, but if if your circumstances allow you to wait six to twelve months, I mean, if you've sold your home and you need to be in your home, you have to I buy mean, out. I mean, right? something we haven't spoken about, if you're homeless because you're one of, you know, 120 people trying to rent a property at the moment in Melbourne and you can't find it. Well, we'll, we'll save know, that discussion might, for another yeah. time because it's not, yeah. not the same everywhere, Joe, I've got to tell you, having, having missed a few. It's not the same everywhere, but you are right. There's, you know, it could be, it could be quite tough. Um, hey, guys, I, I just wanted to uh, touch on um, something that's come up a little bit with some of my landlords, and that is, um, and there's a few changes in the in the state budget. Um, but one of them that I've been asked, I've had a lot of people call me actually, uh, is the increase to land tax to investors, of course, because owner occupiers don't pay land tax. Um, and and look, I've had a bit of a brief look at the the state revenues um, state revenue officer's website, but essentially, uh, <laughs> love him or hate him. And and we're not we're not here to judge. Uh, our, our government's basically clawing back now some of the money that they paid out to people because they, I think they're calling it a COVID nineteen debt temporary land tax surcharge or something to that effect. So essentially, um, they're going to be charging investors um, more land tax now. I guess for your clients and anyone listening out there, it, it's not as drastic as it does sound, but it is an increase. Like I'm looking at the schedules here, uh, is a flat surcharge of $500 for holdings that are under 300000 from memory. Uh, then it's a $975 per year um, flat surcharge. But then over 300000 there's an additional 0.1% point on the land tax. So bottom line is... Um, that the landlords out there, look, 
you know, you just got to try and claw some of this back by rental increases, not crazy rental increases, but, you know, $500, for example, or $1,000 over 12 months is, you know, whatever it is, and and, um, you just claw it back that way. But, guys, any last words before we go? Joe? Not really. I think we're in for uh, interesting times again, but I think, you know, there's a bit of action out there. You know, I'm busy at the moment, and I, I hope you. I know you guys are. You know, starting. You know, things are picking up, and I think there's still a lot of confidence out there. I mean, people got to do what they got to do, and and you're right, Steve. You know, you buy when you need to buy, and you sell when you need to sell, and and, and usually, as long as you don't do anything silly, you know, over a long period of time, it all works out. You know. And Steve, any any last uh, comments from uh, our boy down south? Yeah, I'm just looking forward to the spring, hope, hoping that interest rate increases will have stabilised and the sentiment will therefore start to turn more to a more positive one. That'll translate into you know more to market over the spring and into the summer down here, which is you know the traditional cycle in the in this seasonal part of the world. But um, you know that that'll stimulate buyers if that if it does play out like that. Um, it'll stimulate buyers, the market will benefit and and um, I think a lot of people get off their hands and and, um, and get on and transact and, and do what they want to do with their lives and um, hopefully the, the uncertainty of, of, of the interest rates will, will give them, the, once it stabilises, will just give them the, the, the certainty to and the confidence to, to, to get on with it. And yeah. I think that'll have quite a snowballing effect then. Great. Certainly down here. Yeah, fantastic. And look, much much the same on my end. Uh, certainly I know that I've got properties coming to market soon. Um, I'm trying to get them on before spring, to be honest, to um, or, or before the, the start of spring, just to be in, in a bit less competition with, with others. But, yeah, it's going to be an interesting time, as, uh, as we all said, and uh, we'll keep our eyes on it and we'll try and get back to you with another podcast sooner rather than later. But for now, guys, um, I thank you all so much for your time, uh, to our listeners, of course, and uh, please uh, have a great weekend, guys. Uh, it's Max Pisano signing off, and um, see yes. you guys soon. Good on you, Max. And all the best, jo- everybody. Good on Thanks, you, Steve. Guys. No worries, and Thanks, Joseph Steve. signing off too. See ya. Thank you.